Internet. My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. We get Nerdy Nightly. And uh, we thought we'd share it with you. It's a Monday. That is right. It is a Monday because this show from now on is only on Mondays. This is our first like full week off morning show. Yeah. 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 yeah it was weird. It was not gonna lie, it was nice. I missed y'all. I missed y'all a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, we could not wait to get back to streaming. Yeah. But it was really nice to be able to just, like, wake up and, like, cool. I have, I have some time. You know? Like, this is, this is nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Skydive Gamers Live wants to know what we did with all of our time. Well, here's the, th here's the thing. Our, like, first day off, we both woke up and we were, like, all right, we're gonna go to Costco. We clean the whole apartment. We cook yeah. dinner. Like it, it was like we had to like make ourselves busy because we were like, what do we do? We literally like spot cleaned the living room. We dusted everything. Yeah. We like took things off of shelves. Yeah. It was it was kind of wild. Yeah. Um, and now it's a mess again. It literally reverted to a mess so quickly. Yeah. But it's less dusty. It is so. it's less dusty. So that that's that's good. Um, I spent a lot of time playing Immortals Phoenix Rising, because I wanted to finally beat that game. Yeah, that uh, took you a while. I, I haven't been playing it on stream, it was kind of my off-stream game, because I thought it would be fun, and then I didn't enjoy it very much. Which is, um... Kind of sad. Yeah, I'm gonna put out a review on the YouTube, um, but, yeah. uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is... I would wait for it to be on sale. It'll yeah. go on sale again, it's already been on sale, like, twice, so it, don't buy it at full price. Yeah. Yeah, even, like, watching you play and, like, listening to you play, I was like... I, I'm not gonna pick up that game. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because there's so much potential in it, mm -hmm. um, but it it really is just like a less good Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. less interesting. the The jokes are very odd. There's a lot of humor in it that is like, it looks like a kids game. Like yeah. it looks like it is more like child friendly. Mm -hmm. But then like Zeus will use words like prostitutes, <laughs> all out of nowhere, and you're just kind of like. You know, that seems a little odd. Yeah. See, it feels very out of place. There's also one joke. There's one joke. Um, I, I don't want to even describe it because it's very inappropriate. But it involves Hermes and his tunic. And it is... It is so... It is so out of left field for there suddenly to be a very odd joke. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, it, 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 it's very... It's, I, I don't really understand what the team behind the game was going for. Yeah, like, who is this game yeah. for? But, yeah, there's going to be a full review on the YouTube, so yeah, be coming soon. make sure you check that out if you're interested in the game. It might influence you one way or the other. Mm -hmm. But uh, we also we also did come back to streaming over the weekend, and you started your Brienne of Tarth run. Yes! Okay, so if you weren't there, um, Saturday I started a brand new build. I play Skyrim every Saturday, so... Mm -hmm. Come join me at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, we finished off with the Night King mm -hmm. and uh, started a brand new build this week based off of Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. um, which was an experience. Um, it took me a while to get used to because I've never used a shield in Skyrim. I've never blocked in my whole life. I usually, in any video game. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's much. dodge or die. I don't, yeah, I, I don't block. I just run in and hit really hard and hope that I kill them before they kill me. It's kind of my strategy. Um, so, like, I usually go for spell sword um, as a build. Mm -hmm. And so having a user that, uh, having a character who does not use magic at all um, is, a, is a challenge. Um, so I'm really looking forward to coping with that, figuring it out. I, I got killed by a skeever, like, eight times in a row. It was, it was sad. But we're figuring it out. It's a lot of fun. I've also, the last two characters I played, the Night King and Cersei Lannister, have been bad people. Mm -hmm. And Brienne of Tarth is not. Um, she is, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, like, a lawful good. Because she, you know, in um, her, we, our, we first meet her um, as supporting Renly Baratheon, who has no claim to the Iron Throne, uh, being the younger brother of the two. But she loves him. Um, and she, she is, she's a good person, um, who definitely attempts to do the right thing in situations. So it's going to be very different, m like, different morally how mm -hmm. I play through the game than the last two playthroughs. So you're not going to end this run-through by killing everyone in White Run again? No, mm, no, okay. no, I won't do that. Yeah, and I'm still playing Pokemon, because, uh, Nuzlocke, and I, I just despise myself. Oh, please. You're having so much fun. I am. It's really fun. You played eight hours yesterday. I did. <laughs> um, but that's us. Should we get into what's going on with the world? Yeah. It's time for the news. We got some news for you. I'll talk for a second while I, 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 get, to the, while I get to it. Um, yeah, we, we were kind of surprised. We Ryan got... the Last Dragon. Oh, okay. Is, uh, this is our title story. That's Ryan fine. and the Last Dragon Just is leading... Right I know that was what I was trying to do. I wanted to... Um, Ryan the Last Dragon is leading the best weekend box office since the pandemic shut down theaters last March. Yes. Um, it wasn't a huge lead. It narrowly <laughs> beat out um, the opening weekend from Christmas for Wonder Woman 2's opening oh, weekend. Like um, Wonder Woman 2's opening weekend, uh, led by uh, $60 million from Wonder Woman, was $23.8 million. Uh, and this past weekend was $25 million domestically. Nice. Uh, that's the U.S. and Canada. Um, that is spurned partially by the fact that New York City has opened uh, its theaters uh, yeah. and they are allowed to run up to 25% capacity or 50 people, whichever is uh, lower um, or it. higher. Wait, no. Whichever is lower. Because yeah. if 25% is more than 50 people, you have to cap at 50, right? Right, right. Um, okay. Uh, this was on the backs of an all right opening for um, Riot and the Last Dragon, but not an amazing one. Uh, it did come in at number one, but it's only at $8.6 million. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about that in a second, but let's get through uh, at least the top five here. Uh, in number two is Tom and Jerry. Uh, dropped 53% from its $14 million opening That's last a weekend. big drop. 53 is actually not bad. No? Okay. No, 53 is actually pretty it all right for a movie like this. big. Um, especially, uh, $14 million was actually a really good opening for that movie. Um, you know, significantly higher than Riot and the Last Dragon. Mm -hmm. uh, in number three is Chaos Walking, the new Tom Holland Daisy Ridley movie at $3.8 million. We gotta watch that. We do have to watch that. Yeah, that uh, one looks fun. And a movie I've never heard of, Boogie, opened at number four with a million two hundred thousand dollars Our dear, dear Croods 2 has unfortunately fallen to number five. Fallen from grace. With $780,000. The Crudes 2 is now at $53.6 million in its domestic run. And uh, I, I, this fall uh, to under a million dollars makes it seem like that goal of beating Tenet 
isn't gonna happen. It might happen. It might happen. The problem is in the next few weeks, there's just, there are some actual big movies coming out. The Cruise was able to kind of skate by because nothing was coming out. Yeah. And it was kind of the top of the box office for a while. It is now 15 weeks in release. Um, yeah, I mean, I considering they're, they're doing all right. Um, the good news for Croods 2 is that its international uh, take for its entire run so far is $157.6 million. Uh, so uh, pulling okay. in $104 million internationally is actually pretty good considering everything. Uh, and they have announced that Croods will get a third movie. Um, we, we've, we've become a little infatuated with this movie, despite the fact that we haven't seen it. We've never seen it. We've never seen it. We're just like... We're rooting for it, you know? Just falling into the box you gotta, office. You gotta have something in pandemic <laughs> times to really root for, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, yeah, and that, that's all the big stuff. Everything else is under uh, $600 million. Little things, uh, Wonder Woman, Marksman, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Monster Hunter make up the top 10, but Monster Hunter's only at $260,000. Oof. So yeah. that's not going to be... Um, that, that, that movie's essentially finished its run. Um... The interesting thing about all of this mm-hmm. is Ryan the Last Dragon really did not do all that well. $8.6 million uh, is, uh, does not compare very favorably to Tom and Jerry's um, $14 million last weekend. That's true. And part of the reason for that is actually uh, that uh, Disney did not make a deal with Cinemark, uh, which is the third leading distributor of uh, films in the United States, or uh, the number three exhibitor, sorry, of films in the United States. Okay. Um, uh, and so Cinemark did not play the film Riot and the Last Dragon in any of its theaters this weekend. Um, oh. This is partially because when Warner Brothers announced that it was going to do its streaming day and day of, that movies would be on Warner Brothers, that movies would be in theaters, but also on HBO Max at the same time. Yeah. They went out and made deals with all the theaters that for the theatrical release of their movies, they would take a smaller cut than they typically would. Oh, okay. So the theater would keep more. It's the rental fee. The mm-hmm. theater would actually keep more of a ticket that was sold in their theater mm-hmm. than would have previously happened under um, pre-pandemic things. Uh, Disney apparently put Raya the Last Dragon on its Disney Plus service, mm-hmm. but wasn't willing to cut its theatrical take at all. Oh, I see. They wanted to make the same amount from the theater that they would have previously, but also just be allowed to put it on their Disney Plus streaming service. So Cinemark was like, hell no. <laughs> yeah. And so the real question about Raya's success is going to be the Disney Plus number. Mm-hmm. Uh, because obviously... If it's worth it. Yeah. $8.6 million is not very much. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't done it yet, but we're probably going to buy the premium access and watch it. It looks really good. Yeah. You know, if... The reviews if, are incredible. If we could see it in theaters, we would. 100%. That would be the preferable yeah. option to support movie theaters. Um, I don't think we'll be able to see a movie in the theaters in March. I don't think I, I don't think they'll open up here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's just interesting. It is interesting. Uh, Warner Brothers was able to do something that uh, Disney wasn't, uh, and you know, in this case, it's hard to tell if Disney was being a little bit greedy. Um, ultimately, we'll never know if this worked out for Disney or not. Uh, yeah, they don't like to be very public about those numbers. No. Um, so I'm I'm sure at some point uh, we will get a statement from Disney saying that Raya was the greatest premium access movie ever put I'm on sure. Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, because sure. it had like two more downloads than Mulan. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, the the interesting thing about this is that it it doesn't excuse me, sorry. That was very cute. <laughs> we still don't have a release plan for Black Widow. 
Really? So we don't know yet if Black Widow is also going to do this premium access thing or if it's going to be in theaters. Um, they're, they're, we're, we're just not sure. Um, but mm. it does look like Black Widow might be pushed back yet again. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame. The more they push it back, the less relevant it's going to be. There's just going to be so much other, st- like... See, I don't actually, I don't actually agree with that. Um, what's interesting about Black Widow at this point is that the MCU hasn't stopped, right? So, like, WandaVision just came out, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to happen in two weeks. And so, like, when, when Black Widow comes out, there is going to be residual MCU interest, because yeah. the, the MCU is riding a high right now. WandaVision was the most talked about thing for the past two months. Oh, for sure. I mean more in the sense that after Endgame came out, there was a lot of interest around Black Widow. You know, she was a very central character of those movies, whereas um, she clearly is not um, in WandaVision, Falcon and the Soldier. And I just wonder if that, like, hype over her character is going to die out a bit and if people will just be like, oh, right, yeah, maybe I'll, like, rent that at home or something. I don't know. I feel so like I- the, the promise of the new Black Widow that we're meeting in this movie, in Florence Pugh's character, who is said to, like, take up the mantle in future films, mm-hmm. will be enticing to at least, like, Marvel fans. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't think the movie's going to do poorly. Mm-hmm. I just think that they are kind of missing out on, per, like, prime timing. And obviously, this there's pandemic. You, you can only do what you can do. Um, but- I just wonder if their numbers are going to suffer the more they push it back. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, though, because, like, it, more people might might watch it right now, but would it make any money? Yeah, and I, I don't know. I could not tell you that. Yeah, it is tough. I, I the, the mathematics they must be doing behind the scenes on this are, I, I have no idea. I can't even imagine. Like, I don't I really, know where I would even start. I would put it out on Disney+, Plus personally. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I want to see it in theaters, I, I, I just think, like, you're, you're getting to the point where you're going to have too many MCU movies at the end of the year this year. Yeah. Um, with Eternals, with uh, Spider-Man over Christmas, and um, Shang-Chi. Like, the, the, you have, and Black Widow, you have four MCU movies this year. Um, and you don't really want to push any of those to 2022, because then you're butting up against Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, you're just kind of, you run into a problem with yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Miss Guy Gamers Live in the chat brings up Venom 2. Venom 2 isn't an MCU movie. It is a Sony universe of Spider-Man. Spider-Man? No, it's the Sony universe of Marvel characters. Sony Pictures universe of, of Marvel characters. It's called Spunk. Um, right. right, right. Oh yeah, we have the MCU. We have the DCEU. And we have the SPUMC. Yeah. Yeah, because why not? Because um, why not? Yeah. Um, Liza in the chat says that Rye was very cute. Um, oh, good. Yeah, I want to watch it. it. You know, it, it really looks like it's a fun, um, like, wholesome movie. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. Well, we're probably going to watch it sometime this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If we can stop watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... In, in uh, other opening news, we, we got the news that movie theaters in New York are opening. We also finally got the news that Super Nintendo World will, in fact, open uh, mm. March 18th. So just uh, a little wow. over a week from now, Super Mario World in Osaka is going to be open and running. And I have to ask, given where we are in the pandemic, would you go to a theme park? If you had asked me 
like a few months ago, I would have said no. But the fact that we have talked about that there are no confirmed cases from like a Disney theme park mm-hmm. because it's all outdoors, you know, I might. Mm-hmm. I would feel weird the whole time. Like, I, I, and I know that about myself. I'd be like, oh my God, there's other humans. Like, there's just people, right? Because we've been kind of. Um, it, the pandemic has been going on so long that, like, going outside and being around other humans just makes me nervous. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I think the same would happen to me. But we have heard from Disney that there there is no evidence that outdoor theme parks are a spreader of coronavirus. And from what we know about the disease, it makes sense. And so I I feel like I might go if I if I could. What about you? I might, I might get in trouble from Disney for this. I don't know if I can say that. You think that they're lying? No. Well. I mean, they have their mm, own police. Mm, there's a thing. So. That, oh, do I want to say this publicly? Ah, oh, whatever. They're never going to see it. There is a thing in Disney mm-hmm. that no one dies in Disney. Yes. Because if you die there, they take you out of the park and then declare you dead elsewhere, outside yeah. the park. Um, it's like a thing. Yeah. And so there is a part of it, there, there is a little part of me that's like, no one's gotten COVID at Disney. Yeah. That's a relatively well-known thing. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to get, I don't, I don't want Disney to never hire me because I want to yeah. work with them again. I've loved working with Disney in the past. Um, I don't want to like accuse Disney of anything. Um, cause I, I believe them. I think that theme parks are probably safe. I would go to one. You, based on what we know about the virus, it does make sense. You know, nobody's in small enclosed areas breathing in other people's... I would not go into, like, the theater rooms. No. Like, the crush, the talking to crush thing. Like, those kind of things I wouldn't go to. The Little Mermaid show, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But, like, I really don't see how you could get coronavirus on a roller coaster. Yeah. Like, I feel like Six Flags would be super safe. Unless it was, like, on the roller coaster and you licked it or something. But even then, like... What kind of childhood did you have? No, I just I'm saying were you going, did you not, start licking roller coasters? No, I'm saying uh, that kind of makes sense. No, I'm saying m- people would I not do that. I buy it because it's weird. Um, I really want to go to Super Nintendo World. Uh, yeah, that'd be nice. We have to get to Japan first, but uh, kids do that though. I mean, that's fair, misguided. Gross. Kids do be kids. This one definitely licked roller coasters. I did not. <laughs> There's no way in hell. <laughs> Um, how can we get to Japan right now? Well, we I could mean, swim. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll swim to Japan. We'll just, like, find a big piece of plastic and, like, float our way there. Like, flutter kick. Flutter kick across the Atlantic. Yeah. Well, the Pacific would probably be faster. You know, if we don't get eaten by animals along the way, it, I'm sure it would be a really nice trip and a lot of good exercise. I don't think we'd get eaten by animals. <clears throat> Summon a whale who could take you. Yeah, I'm going to call up my boy Aquaman. We're going to ride dolphins. That would be fun. Uh, I would love to ride dolphins to Super Nintendo World. God, that would be wild. Here's the thing. I think that, like, flights are are open. Like, How much is a flight to Japan right now? I don't... Should we go to Japan tomorrow? Um, yeah, we'll just take out a new credit card to do it. Like, great idea. Why don't we just, you know... We'll make it a biddy goal on our channel. A biddy goal! Yeah, guys. Fund our trip to Japan and we'll tell you all about Nintendo World. Wow! What? A round trip ticket is only $1,200 Canadian. Per person? Yeah. That's so cheap. I don't know if that's so cheap. 
Yeah, it's not it bad. is. No, pre pre pandemic, it was way more expensive than that. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A flight to Japan is expensive. It's okay. a seventeen right, hour flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Okay. It's off season. It is off season. That is true. But twelve hundred dollars. Guys, bitty goal. Toronto to Tokyo. Yeah, we just need twenty four hundred dollars. Should we start a GoFundMe? <laughs> We'll make a commercial for the GoFundMe that's like, in Hi. the arms of Air Canada, and we like, will fly to Japan. We'll, we'll borrow someone's dog and just have them sadly sitting there. <laughs> like, we'll get the puppies from Fanta and Mello. Yeah, I don't know, Fanta and Mello, if you're there, can we, can we borrow your dogs? For only $2,400, you could help two Canadians go to Japan on a needless vacation. It's Nintendo World. To see Guys, Super Mario. Guys, we'll tell you all about it. We'll vlog the whole thing. <laughs> it would be great. My brother, my, my, my brother's there. So yeah, we could live. We have a place to stay. We have a place to stay. I don't know if they've ruined their, wait, we'll sleep on the floor. We'll it's sleep fine. on the floor. We're we industrious. Yeah. We'll camp. We'll camp outside of Nintendo World. We'll just get a tent. Uh, okay. Sure. Alright, let's do it. Let's do it's it. It's warm in Japan this time of year. We can do it. That is true. It's nice there. Yeah. It's not yet summer when it gets too hot. Hmm. No, All I'm right, kidding. We're not going to go fund me to Japan. Me. Guys, um, here's my GoFundMe link right now. I just made it. The, here's the funny Should thing. I my only if, you, <laughs> <laughs> if you were to If you were to post, like, a go, GoFundMe <clears throat> with, like, a really funny commercial like that that went viral... There's a chance that you would get that money. That's true. Like, the internet is weird enough that, like, if if it just managed to, like, find... If one big person retweeted it because it was funny... Yeah. Like, if we made somebody laugh... Yeah. The, the internet is so weird like that. Because, like, sometimes people will just... I don't know. I've seen I've seen dumb things happen on Let's the internet. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's put our brain power together and come up with a, a really great commercial for our GoFundMe. It's that's that's completely honest. It's like we it's just want to go to Nintendo. There's, no, there's nothing about it that is a lie. It's no. a completely dead. We're, we're, we want to be very clear. Yeah, we want to be very clear. Like nobody's dying. We're perfectly healthy. We just really want to go to Japan. So. It's <laughs> so awful. Hey, it's so awful. It, as long as you're honest, it's fine. People people choose where they want to spend their money. You're not, like, coercing anybody. <laughs> That's my logic for applying to fly on Starship with the Japanese billionaire. You know what? Hard mm. Popcorn, I wish you the best. I hope that you get that opportunity. Hell yeah. I don't that know. is so funny. It's like, why not, you know? Should we start a joke GoFundMe and see what happens? God. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, 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 we'll see. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe it takes six years, but... Maybe we get there. Don't GoFundMe's have... I think GoFundMe's have, like, a limit. Oh, yeah. It has to be, like, by this date. Yeah. I think. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. to play Halo IRL, that would be my pitch. I just want to play Halo in space. You know what? Fair. Fair. Speaking of uh, video games set in space, the new game Aliens Fireteam was announced, which is a very exciting take on the Aliens franchise, uh, as um, we, we got Alien... Um, what was that game I was playing? Alien. Isolation. Isolation. Yeah. Which seemed very based on the first Alien movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a fun game. Didn't get to beat it because my uh, code, the, my, my file got corrupted. It was very odd. So yeah. I'm going to have to restart it, which is unfortunate. But I will go back and do that. But uh, Alien, very much a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Very much a like, ooh, what's around the corner. It's definitely scary. Aliens is not that. Aliens is what happens when Michael Bay makes an Alien movie. 
Uh, and it's excellent. It's a very, very good movie, but it's an action movie. It is a, it is a soldiers with guns versus aliens kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Aliens Fireteam looks to be that kind of Aliens game. It is a three-person co-op shooter um, that was announced uh, from the studio that made Star Trek Online and City of Heroes. Oh, interesting. Uh, and both of those were relatively successful games. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the plot is uh, 23 years after the Alien trilogy, Aliens Fireteam drops players into the role of a colonial marine aboard the USS Endeavor recently tasked with answering a distress call from the outer colonies. Um, Uh-oh. There's over 20 intelligent enemy types, from xenomorphs to Weyland-Yutani synthetics. Um, and uh, it's uh, it, they say that it is reminiscent of the gameplay from the recent World War Z title that was kind of a huge hit. Okay, okay. Interesting. Uh, we don't have like a release date yet, as far as I can tell. But uh, I wanted to bring this one up, because I'm actually really excited... I'm really excited to play this game. I, I like Aliens. I like the Alien franchise a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, and I've liked a lot of the Alien games so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Colonial Marines was one. Probably, I'm I not sure. Um, this is not my area. But yeah, so you you were, you were pretty spooked by Alien. Mm-hmm. Would you play a game where you got to sh- mow them down with like guns and stuff? No. Okay. No. Alright. That would be scary. <laughs> Okay. I feel like I, I, I all I can picture is like you know when you go to like the arcade and there's that like pod that you sit inside and it's like a shooter and there's like scary aliens or dinosaurs or whatever it is. Yes. That's just what I'm picturing and those things are scary. So <laughs> I'm gonna say no, but you can play it. What? Okay. I just I they're like. The design of them is terrifying. Like, I don't want... Yeah, they're pretty scary. I don't want that to take up any real estate in my head. You know, it does... It's not necessary. I can appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, good job. Good job. But, uh... Taters, thank you for subscribing. Shin, thank you for gifting that sub. Oh, Shin. Shin, thank you for gifting that sub to Taters. That's very sweet of you, Shin. Thank you. Well, we're approaching, like, the halfway point of our show. Mm -hmm. Right? It's It's a midpoint. And before we pivot to the second half of the show, mm-hmm. I think it's time to pay some bills by bringing up our sponsor. Uh, the sponsor of today's show is a little segment called Clarus Makes Up the News. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, damn it. I, I got you with that one, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, where is this going? I was so confused. (laughs) Dang it. Um, I wasn't inspired by anything. You need to keep telling me the real news so I can... No, you have to make up the news now. Just go. Come on. First thing off the top of your head. Just say something. Anything. Aliens. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Nope. You said first thing off the top of your head. Okay, make up the news about aliens then. I feel like I've done aliens a few times. I, I'm ju- I'm just trying to shake things up for the people. You know what I mean? I'm okay. Um, um, um. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm I'm fine. I have no like. Um. 
well. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, mm -hmm. so, so, um, because, because there's anticipation about, is it Nintendo Land or Nintendo World? Nintendo World, Nintendo I think. Alright, y'all, here's the news. We've discovered that, um, in anticipation for the opening of the new Nintendo World, um, there is going to be a, um, young adult romance novel about, oh. um, Mario. Mario and his love, who you think is Peach, but actually, it's Wario. And together, they, they, they have a lovely life together. <laughs> There's some mushrooms involved. Not sure what that means. That's all we've got. Uh, Bowser is the um, uh, godfather um, to their child, which is Yoshi. Um, I don't really know how genetically that works, but that's fine. Um, and they've named Bowser the godfather uh, because, he, he, you know, he gives off those those vibes. They are really big fans of the godfather movie. Um <laughs> <laughs> based after um so yeah yeah mm -hmm. and um and uh, there's also um a a mystery element to the novel as well where uh peach is a private investigator and is oh. investigating the disappearance of um toad and all the 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 toad toads the the <laughs> There's Toad and Toadette, and then there's a bunch of other different colored toads. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. No, Waluigi is, like, the weird uncle who, like, takes Yoshi out for, like, ice cream and stuff when, like, it's, like, 9 p.m. and it's his bedtime. And then Mario and Wario are like, oh, like, that, you can't, you can't do that. And he's like, I do what I want. So, uh, where is Luigi in all this? Uh, Luigi is actually over in Finland. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he started his own brewery there. Um, he doesn't really feature in the novel. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Did Daisy go with Luigi to Finland? Um, not sure. Nobody knows where Daisy is. Oh wow, is yeah. that gonna be like a mystery for the sequel? Well, I, I, here's the thing. I don't I don't know if she shows up in in the the, the first novel at all. You know, the, obviously they didn't want to give everything away. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Maybe she's the villain. Um, there, there have been rumors online that, uh, Rosalina mm -hmm. is actually, uh, Luigi and Peach's child. No, no, no. She's, um, she's like the, um... That was a, that was a game theorist reference for anyone who's seen that video. No, we've actually got confirmed reports that, um, Rosalina is, um, is the, the queen. <clears throat> um, the, 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 the novel takes place, uh, in England. And Rosalina <laughs> is the queen. God. Um, she's not related to any of the other characters in any way, shape, or form. Um, she's just there kind of, um, t to look nice and, um, create new fashion trends. <laughs> so, so Peach isn't princess anymore? Nope. How did Peach lose her crown? Um, well, DNA test confirms that, uh, she was never actually a princess. Yeah, her, her, wow. her family went on, uh... Maury? Maury? Is that the show? Where they, like, do DNA tests? Maury Povich? That's the one. Yeah, her parents went on Maury, and um, it, DNA test confirms that um, she was not the person that she thought she was. <laughs> so, 
She was never actually royalty. It's crazy. There's a lot of genetic testing going on in this novel. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the future is now and everyone's all about those like 23 and me things. So this, this novel remains like it stays very relevant to the times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. uh, you're welcome. I really, I really appreciate that you, with a little help, you managed to get most of the Mario characters in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anyone? I didn't do like Bowser Jr. or the girl version of Bowser Jr. The mm. girl version. Oh, oh, the the, the, the girls. Yeah, yeah. the the multiple Bowser. Yeah, there's like there's, six of them. There's right? a bunch of like little Bowsers that I just kind of <clears> left <throat> out. Um. Well done. That was funny. I, you know what? That was the best part of the show today. <laughs> I, like, I don't know how we topped that. Uh, I mean, the show's only half over, so we can damn well try. You mean we should do more news? <laughs> more news. Uh, um, in a last bit of, uh, we got a couple I'm more so video sorry. game stories, and then we're going to get into some very fun movie stories to get us to the end of the show. Okay, cool. But um, the Xbox Series X and Xbox One, sorry, mm-hmm. Series X, S, both of them, and oh. Xbox One, I, I hate, I hate the XS. name. Xbox, I hate the name. I love you. You just have to curse on and start calling it uh, excess, like as in too much of. Excess. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Xbox S. He's going to be getting a new uh, in uh, console browser mm-hmm. uh, uh, that is called um, uh, it's called the Microsoft Edge Chromium Powered Browser. It's a great name. Wait, um, what? <laughs> it's uh, the new upgraded Microsoft Edge Chromium it's, it's, powered browser. It's Microsoft, but they want to confuse you and think that you're using Chrome because that's Something what everybody like that. uses. Okay, yeah. just check. Um, but this browser will be capable of playing Google Stadia in the Xbox Series XS. Um, it will also eventually be able to play the Amazon Luna gaming streaming service. So you can stream games to your game console. So you can pay to have another service. I love that. For but me. if you have Game Pass, I don't really know why you would want to have Stadia. Couldn't tell you. I lied, lied. Could not. Tell this you. is very good news for Stadia, which has been having a hard time. Yeah. Hey, they needed a win. You know, they needed a win. <clears throat> um, but but this is interesting. I think that having a better, I, I think that video game consoles should have good browsers. There's no reason why you can't surf the internet on them. Yeah. Um, and I and I know that they already do have browsers, but they always have bad browsers. Um, I wouldn't mind better browser support. And so they went support. with Microsoft Edge. Well, I mean, it is Microsoft Xbox. I guess they didn't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. they're not gonna. They're not gonna bring. They're not gonna be like, "Hey, Google." No, that's fair. I just it's Microsoft is so aggressive in pushing Microsoft Edge. It's hilarious. Like when I when I had oh, computer, and it's a terrible browser. It's awful. Yeah, it's, it's an it's awful browser. So bad. And like, it, it, if you are on a Microsoft computer, it will like prompt you all the time to use Microsoft Edge instead, and you're like, just. Drop yeah. it. Like, leave me alone. Microsoft Edge is bad. Chrome, Chrome is a, Chrome is a better browser, but Chrome is so it takes huge. Up, yeah, for some it's reason, like thirty gigabytes. It, yeah, it takes up a lot of power and space, and mm-hmm. I don't understand why. It's because it preloads websites. Yeah. So that uh, things open faster. Okay, interesting. On your website, uh, and so it, it it has that ability and. It, 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 it's it, awful. Yeah, it slows down your computer a lot. Yeah, so. I, I want someone to come up with a good browser, and there isn't one right now. Like I, I try, I, I try every time there's an update. I try different ones, but I, I'm still, I'm still using uh, Chrome. What about Safari? Does Safari still exist? On Apple, yeah. No. Yeah, you have it on your device. 
Oh, I do. That's right. It's a built-in app. I don't think you can get rid of it. Yeah, no, I don't use Safari. Safari's trash. Um, we were talking about the Xbox Series XS. Uh, the, someone asked why. Um, this makes sense to me. I think that having the ability to stream games into a console is another thing that X Xbox's whole thing right now is wanting to make gaming as accessible as possible. And so they, they want to remove barriers to different kinds of gaming, even if it's not their games. Um, and I can kind of appreciate what they're doing with that. Mm -hmm. I still don't love Game Pass because I'm worried about the future of game making. Um, um, I'm worried that games are going to get shortchanged by Game Pass, and so they're going to have less time to develop, and then once they're out, developers won't put as much time into them after they're out because it won't be worth it for them financially. Mm -hmm. um, I am worried about what Game Pass is going to do to the gaming industry as a whole, but at the same time, I, I appreciate that Xbox is really standing by its what it said they said we are going to make gaming more accessible and by putting the ability to play stadia or luna on your xbox um i, I think that that is them standing by that considering they get no money from either of those services mm -hmm. um so i don't know i kind of appreciate this from one angle while also being concerned about microsoft in another Does yeah that make sense? yeah 100 percent. and yeah. i i agree with you yeah um and in a, a fun bit of gaming news that's not so fun for the person involved um a man in the UK escaped from jail last year and has been hiding for months. The arrest, uh, the, the, the man left, uh, the, the formerly jailed man uh, left his hiding spot because he was bored. Are you making up the news? No, I'm. Li this is a true story. Okay. 100%. He left his hiding spot uh, and went out to buy a copy of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. But of course, there's a lockdown in the UK. And so the police were kind of like, why are you out and about? And he lied to them, gave them a fake name, but uh, he did get into an altercation with them and got arrested. And so, oh my God. this man who has been out of jail, escaped, yeah, 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 for months, is going back because of Call, Call of Duty. Duty. He received a 13-month sentence for his original jailbreak, as well as an additional six months for the altercation with the police. Jeez. Is Call of Duty worth it? No. Like, no, I'm, jail time, absolutely not. Although, I also I, I also want to say, like, I, I would like to say, I'm, I'm glad he was caught, because, like, he's, he, he jail broke, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, like, I, I don't, I, I, I don't feel bad, but. No, but I just, like, I can't believe that you risked jail time for like Call, Call of Duty? Duty? Really? Yeah. There's so many good games out right now, dude. Also, what, what do you have? that you can play Call of Duty on that you can't download the game digitally. That's true. Like, I... You don't have to buy physical copies of things. You. That is true. I don't know how long he was in jail for. Maybe when he went into jail, everything was physical copies and he doesn't know about digital downloads. But, like, you can just download games at home. Newsflash. Um, the number of things I have physical copies for is very low. Very low. I buy most of my games on Steam, where I'm pretty sure you can buy Call of Duty. Yeah. Maybe, I guess it depends on what he games on. But even still, like, I... Marvel Trooper, he could have had it delivered. You can have physical copies of games delivered. The, the most true. confusing part of this story is the fact that he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go buy Call of Duty right now. Yeah. Uh... Maybe he wanted to pay cash to avoid debit card purchase. Interesting. Here's the thing. Interesting. That's, you know what? Oh, I'm okay. sure he... I'm sure Our he, chat is smarter than us. I'm sure he paid cash. Like, but does... Has, has he been hiding out by himself this whole time? Apparently he was with a friend. Yeah, so why didn't his friend take the cash and go buy Call of Duty? 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, why, why did you feel the need? Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he had a friend, so he could have, like, given his friend the cash and his friend could have bought him the game. Yeah. I don't know. It's all very odd. Yeah. Uh, but even though Call of Duty gets memed pretty hard, it's decent. Not every game has to be a revelatory, mind-blowing experience. Oh, Taters, I'm not saying that Call of Duty is a bad game. No. People who like Call of Duty like Call of Duty. I have no problem with you liking Call of Duty. I just don't think I would go to jail to play it. Yeah. Do you think they have Call of Duty in prison? Probably not, right? No. I'm gonna say no. I wonder if they have, like... I wonder if, like, low-security prisons would have, like, an N64 in them. No. Play some Mario. No. Jails do not have fun. Do you think they have the funding for a gaming console? They have books. Books are fun. Yeah, but the books have kind of, like, been there forever, you know? What? They just, like, accumulate more books. Like, a book is, like, 15, 20 bucks. A gaming console and games are much more expensive than that. I just love the idea that they just built the library and they're like, Hey, guys, there's, there's just some books in here. How'd these get here? I don't know. I guess we'll leave them. It's fine. Don't think about it too hard. Minimum security prisons have baseball teams? Wait, what? I'm sorry, you're allowed a baseball bat in jail? That seems like very... That doesn't seem very... Like, maybe wiffle ball, but like, baseball? Yeah, like, why baseball? Like, what do... Like, I feel like volleyball is a much less dangerous sport. Yeah. <clears throat> or... or Football? Kickball? Kickball. A Ultimate baseball frisbee? Bat, a baseball bat seems a very dangerous thing to, like... I, I guess it's minimum security. The thing is, people in minimum security prisons are generally not... Like, I've never hurt anyone, right? No, I... I yeah, um, I know. It's just... Your dad's team used to go to the prison to play ball? Wait, so people would go play against prisoners? Man, that's just north of us. That's weird. That is wild. Oh, it's a Canadian prison. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone could be the Call of Duty man of Alcatraz, really get into depth concerning the franchise. Huh, wild. That's wild. No, it's totally popcorn. I'm just <coughs> surprised that they would, like, I know you can allow, like, visitors and things like that, but it's in a controlled environment. And, like, a sports game... Sports, I totally understand. It's it's the baseball bat that makes it weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's where like I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm I feel like we're huh. being judgmental in a way that we maybe shouldn't be. But um, no, no, it's not like I I don't feel like I'm judging those people. It just it's it's for a judgment of what I know about like the system. Oh yeah, yeah. you're surprised that they would allow it. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Like I, it's it's not that I'm like, oh my god. It's that I'm like, genuinely surprised. Interesting. I, I, do you ever think that there's, like, a prison team that has, like, a really good player? Like, they're having a great season, and then that guy gets out. Like, his, like, his, like, his, his time is up. Is over. Yeah, and the yeah. team is just like, it's like, no. There goes the season. Our best pitcher, man. He was so good. Oh, gosh. He was so good, but now he gets to go back to his life. Yeah, and I guess you probably can't play on the prison team if you're, like, a visitor. I don't know. Like, you couldn't, like... I didn't know I, I didn't know this existed until two minutes ago, Me so I'm a lost. Me neither. He got traded to the Chicago prison baseball team. Wow. This is... I, I feel like I've learned so much. I just, like... If I think of jail, I just don't think of anything that has fun in it. Because all I've seen is, like, movies. I've never actually, like, visited a prison I know in my that, life. I know that a lot of prisons have, like, basketball courts. Yeah. 
Well, because they have to have physical activity. Like, it, yeah. like it would be it would be beyond inhuman to be like, all right, you're locked up and you can never move. Like that would be no. You're you're hundred percent right. It's just not something that I've ever like haven't thought in depth about. I'm having so many weird thoughts now. Like, I wonder what Canadian prisons do in the winter time for like physical activity. Oh God, it's to be so cold. Do outside. Canadians have like internal gyms in prison? Maybe or like recreational areas. Ever get hit in the face with a fully inflated basketball? It's hilarious. It does hurt. That's true. Yeah. I would take yeah. that over getting hit in the face with a baseball bat. Yeah. Ten times out of ten. Yeah. I would take ten basketballs to the face before I would take a baseball bat to the face. Because I'm pretty sure I can survive ten basketballs to the face. Might end up with a concussion. I'm pretty sure baseball bats to the face would kill me. Well, could, yeah. It depends on where you hit. Obviously, the, the like, your skull is... There are softer spots to it. Like, you know, it is built Oh, no. If I swung a baseball bat at a human skull, it would explode. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It would, it would, it would blow up. It would, like, yeah. From what I understand about the skull, it's kind of like an egg. Where it's not going to, like, explode unless you hit it in the right spot. Or a certain way. No, I'm. I, a baseball bat would. A baseball bat to the head is death. Maybe I don't not, think you can survive that. Maybe not instantly, but I. I don't think, like, it also depends on the person who's like wielding it. It can definitely kill somebody, but I don't think a swing to the head is gonna make your skull explode. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to Google it. But uh, Jack in the chat has taken a baseball bat to the head, and his head is still there. So well, there you go. Only one way Hi, to Jack. find out. We we have two baseball bats. So no, I'm just saying we'll like, need a GoFundMe for a different reason if we do that. God, uh, like this, the human skull is like meant to be durable. You know, obviously the brain is what's the like the concern in this situation but your head's not going to explode if it gets hit hard it depends on where you hit it from what i understand i i don't know if i were to like swing a baseball bat at someone's head full force i think before i think they would die i oh they definitely granted i'm also six or four i mean i'm i'm going off of like i'm a large person as well they definitely might but honestly i think that your neck would probably break before your skull would just like burst like the force of it would interesting that that would wow we are we're getting really into the weeds here um (laughs) taters just googled it all right taters i'm sure your nsa agent is uh pretty sus of you but if your nsa agent has any questions just revert them this will be on youtube you can refer them to this video yeah i was hit by a car and struck my head and had to have stitches in the back of your head but you didn't die yeah obviously you're typing in chat um so that's that's good news yeah I don't know. I, I, I guess in my head, I've always just imagined that, like, if I swung a baseball bat at someone's head, their base, their head would just be gone. Like, I, I, it would be, like, just death. But, like, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. This is the weirdest thing. We, this, this is the weirdest thing we've talked about on the Yeah, we've show. talked about some weird things. But, like, this one, I think, for sure takes the cake. I love that we got here from Call of Duty. Uh, a, guy went, uh, a guy is in prison because he left his hiding spot to go by Call of Duty. 
Yeah, um, like your skull is durable, and it's it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, no, I get I get that it's durable. I just feel like a baseball bat. The centrifugal force of a baseball bat. Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I am not. I wonder how much difference there is between like me and like a MLB player. Like if like Barry Bonds were to swing at somebody's head, they'd be dead, right? Like, Barry Bonds is, like, one of the hardest hitters of all time. Baseball bats have different weights, though. That's interesting. There's Ooh. wooden bats. There's metal bats. I think a wooden bat would do more damage to the human head than an aluminum bat would. Uh. I don't know. Because the aluminum bat has, like, it's hollow, right? So it, hit, it would hurt more, actually, probably. You would feel it more. It would, like, probably concuss you better. But a wooden bat would just crush through your skull, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I definitely think that you could easily kill somebody with a baseball bat to the head, but I think that would be from brain damage and not from your skull actually, like, breaking open. Your skull's gonna crack, though, at the very least. There's no probably. way your skull is intact from a baseball bat to the head. Uh, yeah, like, you probably did some significant damage, but it's not gonna, like... I don't, I don't buy this. Even, even with everyone, what's everyone saying, I don't buy that you could survive a full-on baseball bat swing to the head. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I... I just don't buy it. I, and you know what? You want to know, you want to know why I don't buy it? Because I'm never going to do it, and I'm never going to be convinced otherwise. Baseball bat to the head is death. Don't do it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just, I'm going to live. <laughs> I'm going to live with that assumption for the rest of my life. And you know what I'm going to do with that assumption? I'm never going to swing a baseball bat at someone's head. Great. You know what? I think yeah. that is the correct take from this conversation. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to live my life with the fear that if I were to swing a baseball bat at someone's head, they would die. And I don't want to be a murderer, so I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. That's, Unless you know, you're that's in danger. And then, like, you know, all bets are off. But. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason the baseball bat is by the front door. We don't have anywhere else to store it. No, I know. I, I'm kidding. I, the, 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 um, the level of fear I have that someone is going to break into this apartment in is this like part of Toronto... one of a hundred. Very, very small. Yeah. Very small. They would walk in the front door, see the giant cardboard boxes on the stairs, and be like, well, I'm not going upstairs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not concerned. <clears throat> Maybe when zombies appear, we can find out. Interesting question about a zombie apocalypse, though. Would the integrity of the skull be maintained in a zombie? Well, different, like, different franchises, I think, have handled that differently. Because, um, if you don't have, like, the, in, a, in a lot of, like, zombie stuff, they're kind of, like, falling apart and they still, like, decay. Mm-hmm. So... Would the bones be softer from lack of calcium? Maybe. That's the question I'm asking. Because that's 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 a legitimate thing in like real alive human people. Right. Like, uh, don't you anorexics cannot... lose um, bone? Uh, don't anorexics bones become weaker if they have a lack of calcium? You can lose bone density um, either from like certain illnesses or from lack of nutrition. Um, so I would imagine that over time a zombie's skull would be hard, but if it was the immediate breakout of a zombie apocalypse, a baseball bat wouldn't be my first choice because I feel like it would be less effective <clears throat> as it would be, like, maybe later on. Okay, so then this brings up an interesting question. The zombie apocalypse starts now. Things are going crazy outside. And this is for chat as well. I want to hear your answers. What, what's, what's, what weapon is your go-to? What is the first thing that you pick up to defend yourself? Well, we only have five arrows. 
So the bow is I'm, kind I'm not of saying, like I'm a not saying it has like we we have, we have like time for like a Home Depot run. We could get the we, there's like places we could get to. What is your what is oh, your like oh 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 <clears throat> like um mm, potato cannon? You can grow your own ammo. I'm a brush axe, a halberd, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna say like a glaive or halberd, something that's got a long spear to keep the reach, but has like a sharp, impactful edge. Like a glaive. Yeah, yeah, that's mm, okay. That's fun. Yeah, if I could, if, if I could choose. I got a screwdriver, that's about it. I don't know if that's gonna. I mean, if you're Jason Bourne, you're good, you know? But, like, having a sword for, like, close-up defense, um, I feel like would be a good <clears> idea. <throat> but um, to keep, like, the range, like, the reach, I, I would want a, a longer weapon initially. Like, if I get to choose mm -hmm. right away. It really depends for me on... It really depends for me on what kind of zombie apocalypse we're talking about, right? Are we going fast zombie or are we going World slow War Z zombie? World War Z or Walking Dead. Yeah, because like slow zombies don't scare me all that much. No, but if they're fast, you need a ranged weapon. You need like a machine gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're if they're fast zombies, you essentially have to be stealthy all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so machine gun's probably not the best option because everything will come from a mile around because they'll hear it, right? You're you're gonna okay, want something with a silencer then. Your silencers d d silencers do not work the way people think they do. A gun with a silencer is still very loud. Fair enough. Um, you're gonna like crossbow is probably pretty good. The problem with crossbow is gonna be reload time. Mm -hmm. A lawnmower with the guard taken off, cut them off at the shins. The problem is they could still get the bite off, right? Because they, they cut off at the shins. You cut them off at the shins, and then their body falls towards you, mm. towards like we're talking like a thigh area. I think your better option in a zombie apocalypse is not to go offensive; it's to go defensive. <laughs> Jack is really pushing that potato cannon. A potato cannon can shoot up to 300 yards. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Um, how about a bush, like a, like a, <laughs> a hedge trimmer? Um, a chainsaw is very loud, but it would be pretty, it would be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking armor. I'm thinking like goalie pads, like, or like hockey pads. Yeah. Or like an actual, like medieval suit of armor. No, too heavy. Hockey pads are light. They're made for movement. Nothing's getting through that. Yeah. I don't know if you could... <clears throat> they're so big and bulky, though, that it'd be hard to be stealthy. No, no, no. Like, regular hockey pads. Like, like the regular player's hockey pads. Like, you have shin guards. You have the... You've got, like, thick pants on. I feel like you'd probably be okay. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> the problem... You're gonna need some kind of gauntlet. But the nice thing about hockey gloves is they are thick, but the, they're wide at the, the wrist, so they have good mobility. Yeah. But nothing's going to bite through hockey gloves. You can easily get, like, leather archer bracers because leather is tough to bite through if it's hardened leather. If, if your only danger is really getting bitten, then the, mm -hmm. the, there's a lot of lightweight armor that you could use. I, I really feel like defensive is going to be your better way to go. Yeah. Um, before that, I'm going to brown nose a company until I get a lifetime supply of their food. Batman armor. Yes, Richard M7. If you can have Batman armor, have Batman That would armor. be great. That would be awesome. There's a company that says that you could be pretty much, um, you could get, you could build a decent Batman suit for like $300 million. Do you think we could raise $300 million on Twitch for me to be Batman? In a zombie apocalypse? Pre-zombie apocalypse. So that I have it for the zombie apocalypse. You know. I don't think Twitch is going to survive the zombie apocalypse. Weirder things have happened. Just saying. Do you think, wait, Okay. Considering the way the world works right now, if a zombie apocalypse were to start to break out, yeah, do you think in the early days, this is such a random conversation, but do you think in the early days of the zombie apocalypse, people would make content out of killing zombies? 
Yes. Like, would that become the, would that be, like, the thing on TikTok is, like, my zombie kills? Mm-hmm. A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. Right? Or, like, really sad, like, there would be so many TikToks that are, like, people's final moments after they've been bitten. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would definitely be a thing. It would, it would 100% be a thing, right? Yeah. 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 That's uh that's a no for me. All right. Social media and the zombie apocalypse. That would be so weird. Mhm. That would As if our world already isn't like weird enough. Yeah. I have, have a... zombie deniers. Oh, you would 100% have zombie <laughs> yeah, yeah, deniers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you would 10,000% of zombie deniers. You would be deniers. like, this isn't real. The government is trying to... It's a hoax. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Zombie Tinder, but for zombies. Hi, Muddle. Zomber. Oh, my God. I don't think zombies are... Uh, zombies are after them brains, not after no, that pussy. brain game. Okay. Oh, Sorry. wow. You went for... Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Morning show. It just slipped out. I didn't uh, think about that. Oh, man. This is fun. Yeah. This is fun. Facebook's for zombies is called Face Eater. Oh, amazing. Hi, Muddles. This morning show has gone off After the your heart, not your rails. How did we get to this from Call of Duty Prison Dude? I uh, guess Call of Duty oh, Zombies is about, a thing, so, like, it makes sense. We were talking about um, prison and baseball, and then baseball bats. If it wasn't already demonetized. We, we're actually not monetized yet, Tom Seems, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. We cannot make money. We cannot make money on YouTube. We need... Like, 400 and something subscribers. And then we can make money. Yeah. We'll yeah, get we there, have, have 100,000. Uh, Warm Blood Sells Zombies. Warm Blood, uh, really good movie. I really enjoy Warm Blood. I want, uh, or, uh, Warm Bodies. Uh, I wanna, I wanna, I want you to watch Warm Bodies with me. Okay. It's a zombie movie. Yeah, but you told me about it, and it's not like a, like... It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Romeo and Juliet. Great. I yeah, love it's it. great. It's very, it's very cute. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very fun. The performances are really good. I actually, I really like Warm Bodies. Um, it's a, it's a really fun movie. All right. Uh, and, um, Rob Corddry's in it and he's fantastic. Uh, he's really, really good in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. All right. Let's get into some movie news. Since we just talked about a movie. See? Yeah. See? Segways. Segways. a long segue. X-Men reboot. The Mutants reportedly in the works at Marvel Studios. Um, it, Kevin Feige and co, uh, are in, uh, Kevin Feige is, uh, said to be heading the project as a producer, uh, and it looks like the Mutants movie will finally introduce the X-Men to the MCU, uh, and that's all the news we have on it. Uh, there oh, is literally it. nothing else. Um, but, um, the Russo brothers, the directors mm -hmm. of Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and of course, Avengers Endgame, mm -hmm. have recently said they're working on a new superhero project that they're very excited about, and it has been said many, many, many times that they are both huge, huge, huge fans of the X-Men. Mm -hmm. um, and so there is speculation that this might be the project that brings them back gotcha. to DOS MCU. That makes sense. What do you think of the title, The Mutants? <sighs> hmm. Well... I don't know. It kind of makes me... I'm trying to think about it in terms of, like, I did not know what the X-Men was. And I think it would be confusing. Okay, but we're living in a world where there are 
13 X-Men movies that have okay. grossed $7 billion worldwide. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, like, I, I think at this point, I think at this point you have to assume that people know what the X-Men are. Yeah. They're, they're one of the most popular yeah. comic characters. The Wolverine is one of the most popular characters in the world. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that it's fair to, like, try and assume that there are a lot of people out there who don't know the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I just, the mutants feels low effort to me. I agree. But it works. I'm really disappointed that it's not going to be... T- I, and, and look, this is... The, the movie isn't even in production yet. This might not be the title. But if I were to name this movie, I would name it Astonishing X-Men. Mm. Um, Astonishing X-Men is uh, my favorite X-Men line. Um, it's a lot of my favorite X-Men stories are in Astonishing X-Men. And so I I, I think that's the title they should go with. Um, yeah. I, I think The Mutants is a bit... I don't know. I It's fine. It's fine. And it'll be a good movie. It's MCU. Like, it'll be enjoyable and, like, all that. But yeah. uh, there's so many good X-Men titles from comics that you could use. I really feel like something like um, Astonishing X-Men would be really dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it. I wonder if it's going to go back to, like, the original five X-Men um, and start there. Um, I w- yeah, I would love if they just started with the basics. <laughs> It is tough, though, right? Because the basics are, uh, A, not that diverse. And I think that if you're going to make an X-Men movie in modern times, it has to be diverse. Uh Um, uh, And, like, the original five X-Men are all white. um, And Professor X is white. And Magneto is white uh, and Jewish. Um, Right. I also wonder how they're going to handle Magneto at this point. Magneto is... The biggest, like, thing about Magneto is that he is a Holocaust survivor. Um, that is, like, the central thing about Magneto. And everything about Magneto makes sense when you view him as a mutant who was a Jewish person who survived the Holocaust. Uh, and makes him a really interesting character. But we're kind of getting to the point where Magneto being a Holocaust survivor doesn't really make sense anymore. Just because of how long it has been and how old Magneto would have to be. Mm, I um, see, I see, yeah. Days of Future, like, the, the, the first class Days of Future past era still kind of made sense. Uh, Magneto was a child in the Holocaust. He was in his, you know, 70s, 80s. But, you know, even being a child in the Holocaust now puts you at being at least 80. Yeah. Right? So it just is kind of... It, it's, it, it gets tougher and tougher the further away from World War II we get for yeah. Magneto's backstory to be that. Because I don't really want to watch, like, a 105-year-old man be the villain and get his butt kicked. Yeah. It's just kind of weird at, yeah. pa- at a certain age. Yeah, unless he, like, unless his powers give him, like, unless they also add on some kind of, like, slow aging or regeneration type of abilities, it would be uh, Sure, yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely options. Yeah. But, you know... He it, uses metal to, like, re-nourish his body. I don't know. The, <laughs> like, there has been talk about Magneto being cast as a black actor. Uh, in the MCU. Um, There's a lot of pushback against that. Uh, There's a lot of people who are like, no, Magneto has to be a Jewish... Like, it is the central thing. To take away his Jewish identity would be detrimental (laughs) to the existence of the character. Um, And I I, I understand that. I I think that if you were to do a Black Magneto, you would have to change the um, Holocaust survivor aspect of the character, which which could be interesting. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to (laughs) sneeze. That's you! That's you. Um... But, I don't know, it it is tough either way. I I think that you are, eventually Magneto as a character is going to have to move away from being a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. If you're going to keep having him exist as like a 60-year-old in modern time. 
right? Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Eventually, we they just have to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the problem of comic characters' introductions being tied to real-world events. Um, yeah. But here's the thing, you know, they're, like, um, this universe is um, diverse and has a lot of characters in it. Does it have to be Magneto? I mean, maybe for, like, the first one. But moving forward, maybe he's not, like, um, maybe he's not a big part of the story. Which I would be fine with. I think yeah. the, the X-Men have so many wonderful villains. You yeah. don't really need to use Magneto for all of it. Yeah. <coughs> I also feel like we have, what, like, nine X-Men movies so far that are so about the relationship between Professor X and Magneto. For sure. I feel like there are other stories that we can tell. I would like something else. I'd love something fresh. Mm. I understand if for, like, the first, like, this reboot, you want to have <coughs> something familiar, I can kind of get it, but I would, I'd like to see something else. I'd like to see something more creative. <clears throat> I would be interested to see them play with um, Cyclops being the villain in the way that they did in the comics. Mm. Um, okay. <clears throat> Uh, where he's not really the villain. Some, I mean, he is a villain in some of those, but he, he is the, he's just so fiercely de- um, defensive about mutants that he kind of overdoes it and becomes a villain. Um, mm. I, I could see them doing something like that. Thank you so much for gifting that sh- to Richardson 7, Shin. Thank you, Shin. Thank you for that gift sub. <laughs> um, I think that Cyclops, when they made him a pseudo-villain, was actually a really interesting character. Um, and, uh, I, I thought they handled a lot of that storytelling, uh, well in the comics. Mm-hmm. So I could see them doing something like that just to be different from the last generation. Yeah. I do want Cyclops to come back. I do miss, like, I do miss Scott. I feel like we, ha- like, we kind of got him. I miss kind Scott of. being a leader of the team. Jennifer Lawrence overshadowed so much of the last few X-Men movies. Yeah. That I'm excited. Um, I, I don't feel like he, um, was it Tyler Sheridan who played him in, um, I think Tyler Sheridan played him in, uh, um... He's a guy from Enchanted. Black. From Enchanted? Yeah, the prince. No, no, not James Marsden. James oh, Marsden like, played... What? James Marsden played Cyclops in X-Men 1 through 3. Right, right, right. I, I believe Tyler Sheridan played him in, um, uh, what is... What, Dark Phoenix. And I did not Apocalypse. see Dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't really, like, Scott has... Scott is the leader of the X-Men. Like, that, that's... He is the tactician... I want to see that version of the character come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, uh, Misguided wonders if The Mutants is the main title, but Cutie, uh, but Cutie movies will be subtitled with X-Men, Brotherhood, other mo- other X-Force. Movies. Oh, other movies. Yeah, um, yeah. Will be uh, titled with X-Men, Brotherhood, X-Force, and so forth. I would be down for that. Um, I, would, I, I really want an astonishing X-Men movie. That's just what I want. That's my favorite X-Men title. I kind of want these movies to start being named, like, comic books, where you yeah. just, like, like, Spider-Man's kind of done that, right? Like, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man this. Just do, like, X-Men colon, or Astonishing X-Men, and then the name of the movie. Astonishing X-Men 2, the name of the movie. Yeah. Um, Thor's done that. Captain America did that with its titles. I like the way that Marvel titles usually. I just don't feel like The Mutants is the title I want for that franchise. That's fair. Just make it X-Men, but then give it a title underneath and do like some cute homecoming, far from home, no way home stuff that you've been doing with Spider-Man. Just bring that back because I like that way that you're naming these like we named comic books back in the day and still name comic books. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if The Mutants is the best title. I know that we've already had a movie called X-Men. Don't call this movie X-Men. Call this movie X-Men... And then have the title underneath. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're probably wanting to distance and differentiate themselves, which I get, but 
Yeah, and throw in, in astonishing. Yeah, I'm not in love with the title. Yeah, I mean, I... Do you have any ideal castings you would want to see? I know. I have no idea. Um... <clears throat> Fair enough. We don't have a lot of information about what this is even about. So. Uh, you know who I think would actually be, uh... To have David be the next Wolverine? No, I want the next Wolverine to be short. I think I could play Scott Summers. I feel like I'd, I... I feel like I would be a good Cyclops. Yeah. I feel like people would hate me the way that people hate Cyclops. That makes sense to me. Um, wow. I feel like, who else wow. could I be? I feel like I could play Iceman. Um, although, uh, Iceman, they're, they're definitely going to cast a gay actor as Iceman, I think, mm. considering what's going on in the comics. Um, and I would support that. Um, Angel would be fun, but I would have to get so jacked. Um, Nerdy would be a good beast. I, I think a young beast would be fun. I would love to be a young beast. That'd be fun. That would be very fun. I'll be, um, and I'll be the next Dark Phoenix. The next Jean Grey. <laughs> that's a cosplay you have to do oh 100% um in other movie news mm -hmm. um bouncing back to Warner Brothers it looks like they might be trying to make a Harry Potter and the Cursed Child movie um <clears throat> no yeah I know no don't do I it I know don't they're Warner Brothers is really trying to make Harry Potter happen right now just and stop and it's very interesting just stop like we don't because we got, we, so we got the news that they were making a TV show. Um, they're making Fantastic Beasts 3. The video game is coming back, coming out, even though the lead designer did leave over his far-right YouTube page. Yeah. Um, oh, really quickly before I talk about this. Captain Simenbun says Lupita Nyong'o is Storm. That is great casting if Storm is, like, a lead. If Storm is just going to be, like, a tertiary character, don't waste Lupita Nyong'o's time. She's too good. Yeah. But um, I, if yeah. they were to say, like, we're doing a Storm solo movie starring the Peter Nyong'o, absolutely. Oh I'm Give it to me. In 100,000%. Yeah. Like... Um, that's really great casting for the character. I just think that the Peter Nyong'o deserves to be a, the lead of a movie. Yes. Yes. Although, oh. if they were to introduce... Lupita, no, the Peter Nyong'o can't be... She can't be, right? Because she's already, she's already in Black Panther. Right. Although, if they were to say that Nakia yeah. is... Is Storm. That would be fine. Yeah. If she, like, were to develop mutant powers and she became Storm, it's a different origin for the character, but, like, that would be fine, right? Because she doesn't have superpowers in Black Panther. No. So if she were to, like, have her ex-gene or whatever become... active, that would be really interesting. The, the, the sad uh -huh. thing is that we would never get to see her and T'Challa... Um, we would never get to see her and T'Challa... Um, get together, which would be very disappointing for me, because, and, and we never will, because we won't have a T'Challa in the MCU moving forward, but, yeah. um, the Storm-T'Challa, uh, relationship is really beautiful in the comics, and really awful at times, um, because comics need conflict, but, uh, yeah. when it's good, it's really good. That's good casting. Lupita Nyong'o would be a great Storm. She's amazing. She'd be good at anything, though. At everything. Lupita yeah. Nyong'o would be a great Wolverine, like. Hell yeah! <laughs> that would be dope. Um... Or a Cyclops. If they were to make Cyclops a woman, that'd be fun. That would be cool. Have, like, Cyclops and Jean Grey be this, like, like, um, really difficult, like, lesbian love affair that ends with Jean Grey killing Cyclops, um, oh in the Dark Phoenix. Like, I could see that being, that, that could be very interesting. I'd watch it. I'd and then, like, having it. Wolverine be, like, the third wheel on their relationship would be so interesting. Make it, like, a weird bisexual love triangle. Uh, I would be very into that. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Or, actually, make Wolverine a woman, too. And then have... Yeah. 
We want to be the we, all female we, we, X Men. We want to be different from the X Men, from the uh, Fox verse. So we're just gonna make everyone a woman. <laughs> Thank you for the bits, Zero B. Thank you for the bits. I would be so down if this first movie was just like all the characters we imagined as strong badass women. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. give that to me. Yeah, I would love that. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very interesting. Um, so Cursed Child. Yeah. The Harry Potter. Thank you for those videos, Zerby. Thank you. The Cursed Child, the movie. What What are your thoughts? No, don't do it. I mean, stop making Harry Potter stuff, first of all, but... Yeah, like, here's the thing. I love Harry Potter. I am probably, like, I, I don't say this lightly, I am probably one of the bigger Harry Potter fans. Like, I Like, it was such mm-hmm. an influential part of my childhood, and I know those books so well. I've read them so many times. Just... Stop. Don't do it. Like, I, I don't need any more. Move on. Make mm-hmm. new content. Make new original ideas. Here's the thing. Cursed Child only works. Cursed Child is only good because it is a staged show and the magic is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, as, as, as far as scripts go, it's not super well written. It's not the best. It's not the best story but they, they do, like, they really, really managed to create something, like, out of this world and incredible with the effects and the music and the ambiance of being in the theater. I would not watch it as a movie. I don't, I don't want it. Well, and, and we, we've said, like, you know, we're, we're not going to um, be supporting anything that will financially benefit J.K. Rowling. Yes. Um, because of her views on trans people and... and yeah. Not her views. I think that you're allowed to have whatever views you want. I think that it's her, it's the way that she is, um, posting about them and, and, uh, the, and like the actively, damaging way she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, if you want to, if you want to very quietly hold those views inside of you, fine. I don't and care. Never utter them aloud, whatever. Yeah, but when you're promoting, when you're promoting things, here's why Especially, I wanted to bring this up. Because I'm yeah. never going to see this movie if it comes out, right? No. I don't really care. I also wouldn't watch it. I don't think that the play as written makes a good movie or two movies because it would have to be two films. Um, why? Cause it's, you would have to cut out so much. Yeah, that's, that's true um, lengthwise. My thing, my thing with this is that Warner Brothers seems to want to make, the reason I wanted to talk about this is Warner Brothers seems to want to make more Harry Potter stuff without addressing what is going on in the Harry Potter fandom. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a, a, a large section of the Harry Potter fandom is not interested in more Harry Potter stuff. Is yeah. not interested in financially supporting this woman. Yeah, a huge part of it. This I also comes say. with the rather weird news that it's not weird in some ways, but it is weird given everything going on that you will be able to play as a trans character in the Hogwarts Legacy game. Yeah, which is a just an considering everything going on is such an odd. This whole situation is so odd. Yeah, I'm sure that they did that because of the entire situation. Uh, Chaotic Neutral Goblin, thank you for subscribing. Thank welcome you for in, welcome in. But it feels pandery in a way that I think it, it's pandering to the people who aren't going to buy the game. It, yeah, well, exactly. People are already upset. People don't want it. Like, I don't. Yeah, I really don't know what Warner Brothers is thinking. I don't. Because Warner Brothers hasn't distanced themselves from J.K. Rowling. Like they keep making comments like J.K. Rowling is not directly involved in this, and we're like, yes, but she gets paid. Yeah. I think the best thing Warner Brothers would do, could do for themselves, and I, I, I would hate to see this happen because I think that it would be- benefit um, J.K. Rowling too much, would be to find a way to like buy her out of it so that 
she is no longer in any attached. way attached. Yeah. Um, but again, that would she would become a billionaire all over again in that sale. So it's like, yeah, that doesn't actually make the situation any better. It, it's just it's just tough, right? Like it, it's tough because there's no way for Warner Brothers to move forward in a way that would genuinely satisfy people. Yeah. The only thing that could happen is for J.K. Rowling to publicly make amends with the communities that she's done harm to. Yeah. And she doesn't seem interested in doing that. Yeah. And so I, I feel like Warner Brothers has this property that like is worth so much money to them. Mm-hmm. So they feel like they have to like do something with it. And I think that this is just the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. If anything, if anything, if I was Warner Brothers, I would just put Harry Potter in the vault for like five years. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Give me the next Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Give me the next thing that I want to love and cherish and like bring into my life like Harry Potter. That isn't Harry Potter. That isn't Harry Potter. Give me the next thing. Be creative. Make like, like new, I want, I want new, I want the next Game of Thrones. I want the next Lord of the Rings. I want the next Harry Potter. I don't want that same thing redone. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I don't, I don't want anything to do with It's a her. little, it's a little bit easier because the last Fantastic Beast movie was not good. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I was kind of done with it. I mean, yeah. As a franchise, like, I'm like, all right, there, you can't I just almost, add Dumbledores. I don't. I almost left the theater. Yeah, I don't care anymore. I literally like stood up and I was like, like, I, I almost left the theater. So, you know, it's a little bit easier because I'm kind of like, I don't really care moving forward. I'll keep the, the stuff I've already purchased, the stuff that I already own. I'm going to keep enjoying. I'm not going to, like, burn my Blu-rays. No, um, no, 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 no. But no new support for anything. Like, that will yeah. always be, like, a cherished and, like, special franchise because of the previous years. But mm-hmm. you can't hold on to things forever. They will always but be Warner special. Brothers wants to. Warner Brothers is trying to. Stop. A Stop TV show, it. a movie. Uh, I, the Fantastic Beasts 3 marketing campaign is going to be weird yeah those poor actors who are gonna have to sit through those press junkets is going to be so weird yeah those poor poor actors i i i don't know yeah it's just interesting it's it, it's i don't know i don't know what's it's gonna happen. why it's why i got really excited about the shadow and bone trailer new things no i was like this is a yeah. new thing that looks like something that i am going to love and i legitimately was like i uh, i think i might get that book i think i might get that book and read it um and you know we had time off this past week and and i wanted to but i just i didn't because we were doing other things but i still like i think about it at least several like a few times a day i'm like mm-hmm. mm, i should get that book and i should start on it because i think i'm going to love it um, like Tater, Tater just said that new new ideas aren't financially lucrative. I disagree with that. It depends. It depends. Here's the thing: they think Harry Potter is safe. It's safe money, mm-hmm. and and it's a franchise they've already invested in. New ideas can definitely be financially lucrative. Look at Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Look at the look at the financial appeal of Stranger Things. Look at the the merchandising appeal of Rick and Morty. Right. Yeah. Like. There are new worlds being built, and they are fantastic. Yeah, they're very cool. I, I think that there I think that there are new products that are that are doing really 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 well. Um, yeah. Look at um, Fanta- uh, uh, Fast and the Furious is not that old. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the there are times where these companies are able to come up with new things that are hugely successful, yeah. mostly on streaming services because of the availability of them. Yeah. Well, because everyone right now is obsessed with rehashing the old thing. 
more Star Wars, more Lord of the Rings, more Harry Potter, more yeah, yeah. more of Star Trek, more of the same old thing. And like, I get it. I do. I Which really is funny, do understand. But... Because there's a new Star Trek movie coming from J.J. Abrams and Star Trek Discovery writer Kalinda Vasquez. That's our next story. All right. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's all I have on it. But there is a new Star Trek movie coming. We we okay. might be getting a Star Trek four, or it might be a new thing. Yeah, but if, if it's by different people. Right? I really so. wanted the Star Trek movie where um, Chris Hemsworth was going to come back as um, as Chris Pine's dad. Um, that was the Star Trek four that we were going to get, but we're I don't know if we're going to get it. But. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't. I actually really liked the new Star Trek movies when they came out because they were their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I really enjoy them, actually. Yeah, I think that, for the most part, obviously there's some things that I'm like, "Mm." Um, but uh, for the most part, I think they're really brilliant, well-executed, and didn't feel like Star Trek original series. They felt, like, inspired by and Mm -hmm. kind of, like, creatively um, enhanced. I I don't know what the, the right word for it is. But it wasn't like we are going to keep doing the same thing. It was, it, it seemed like somebody was inspired by Star Trek and kind of um, used that platform to to make these movies. And and I think that, I think they did a brilliant job. I I think it's I think it's they made good movies in the Star Trek universe. Yeah. I think Star Trek has always struggled to make movies because people think of Star Trek as being this long form storytelling device. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the Star Trek movies are really bad. Like not not like kind of bad, but like the original Star Trek movies, a lot of them are really bad. Yeah. And Wrath of Khan is great, but Wrath of Khan is the only one that's great. Even like the good Star Trek movies are only good. The others are really really bad. Because yeah. they're they're not the original Star Trek stuff wasn't built for movie storytelling, and I feel like what the new Kelvin timeline does really well is. It, it, taters, I love Star Trek. I love Star Trek so much. Those movies are not good. Star Trek the motion picture is a bad movie. Like it's just it's yeah. a bad film. It's yeah. good in the context of like if you're watching it with the show as like a long episode of the show, it's it's fine. But it's a bad movie on its own. Um. And I say that as someone who loves it. Like, I'll watch it. I will sit down and watch it. I know that objectively, for an audience that does not watch the TV show, that film is not a good film experience. It's not made well for that. Um, But that's not what they were trying to do, right? Like, they were trying to play into a vibe that the show is giving off. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Kelvin timelines are really good on their own as a film-going experience. Shin, thank you for gifting us something. No, Mandy Sky. Shin. Shin's going crazy in the chat. Shin is funding our trip to Japan. Also, thank you to everyone who is um, uh, contributing to the boost. We only need 4,000 more. So if two more people can give that 2,000 channel points. If you have some points. Um, Those movies, they're not great. Um, and I feel like the the Kelvin timeline makes good movies in that universe that are digestible. I don't like Into Darkness, but um, Star Trek and Star Trek Beyond are both good movies. Yeah, that are you can watch on their own. You know what I mean? Like I, I do think though that um, the the casting... we're boosted. <gasps> Yay! Boosted. I do have to agree that the casting was brilliant for the movies as well, and that definitely helped. Oh yeah, helped a lot. Who would have thought Zachary Quinto would be so so good as Spock? Me. Really? Uh, yeah. I was surprised, honestly. No, they were like Zachary Quinto, and I was like, the guy from Heroes? Hell yeah! Like I I I was so into it from day one. I think I didn't believe anyone could do it. 
like I didn't think that you could have cast anyone Falling other than Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy yeah. is a really difficult thing. And I think he did an incredible job. It was like when they cast um, Han Solo with uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, no. Like, no one can play Han Solo. And then I actually really like Alden Ehrenreich in Solo. It was this, I really like Alden Ehrenreich's performance in Solo. I feel the same way about Zachary Quinto in Star Trek. I was like, more so than any other character in Star Trek, Spock is the one that I was like, no one can do that. Yeah. Le- yeah Leonard Nimoy so is Spock. Iconic. And I just, I loved Zachary Quinto. I, he's my favorite part of those movies. Um, yeah. He really is. Him and Ahura, like, the... the... Bones is funny. But, like, yeah. not and, in, and, like, the leading um, kind of way. Uh, Scotty is really great in those movies. Yeah. Um, I, they're all great. Honestly, even Chris Pine. I mean, Chris Pine might be the best Chris. Him and Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans. They're, 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 they're in a three-way tie up top there. It's tough. That's a foursome I would love to be in. Can you imagine? Oh, God. So many muscles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Wow. Um, It's a, it's such a great cast, but, but, you know, Zachary Quinto really, 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 that, that's the part that needed to work for me to enjoy those movies, because Spocky is my favorite Star Trek character, Um, and he did, thankfully. Um, Yeah. He really did. Yeah. Simon Pegg, yeah, Simon Pegg as Scotty is so good. So good. Just incredible. And then his writing on Star Trek Beyond, like, yeah. Let Simon Pegg write more Star Trek. Yeah. He's such a good writer. Yeah. Yeah. Just, ugh, I need... mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I am curious to see how this fits in. Uh, I I know Star Trek Discovery is really hit or miss for people. Um, Yeah, like I said, I am of the opinion I don't like it because I watched the first episode and I was like, nope. Which means that you have not watched the show. Yeah, which... No, no, literally, like, no, the you, first episode is... This first episode is a completely different thing from even the second... Like, the, yeah. the, 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 the 180 between the pilot and the second episode in Star Trek Discovery is so massive. Yeah. Because the pilot doesn't really have the cast all in it. You don't meet any of the main characters. It's really, like, a prologue more than it is an episode of the show. Yeah. It's a, like, this is what just happened in this world before the moment the show starts. Yeah. Um, and you're ju- that, that being said, the first few episodes of Star Trek Discovery are a little tough. It took them some time to find their footing, but once they found their footing, I, I think Star Trek... I think season two is really good. I haven't seen season three yet, but I think season two okay. of uh, Discovery is really, really good. Yeah. Um, the, it took them some time to find their footing, for sure. Um, and the, the time loop episode, the Groundhog Day episode of Star Trek Discovery, is phenomenal. It's a really... It's a... It feels like old Trek. It, like, the Time Loop episode is a phenomenal episode of Star Trek across any series. Um, yeah. I really, really love it. That's fair. I just, I think I am, uh, like, I'm definitely harsher on things if your pilot isn't good. If in the first episode there's not something that, like, I, I love there, then, that, like, one of, one of, um, Jessica Jones is still one of my favorite shows, obviously, only first season, second season. Um, but, but that, like, first episode... Mm-hmm. Just whatever they did to to make it the way that they did and hook you in, like that's that's what I expect from a show. That that isn't fair though. I know it's not. It's, I'm just like there are there's so much content out there. You have to be good. You got to give me something in that first episode. Your first episode cannot be bad. It has to be something that I can grab onto, or I will just move on to the next thing. To be fair. Jessica Jones is based on a comic book series that had time 
that had that time to already figure it out. By the time you get the Jessica Jones TV show, first of all, the team behind the Jessica Jones TV show had just finished making uh, two seasons of Daredevil. Right. And it's the same production team. Yeah. So, like, you had a crew that walked onto that set already knowing each other, already working well together, already kind of having a vibe. Jessica Jones is based on a highly, highly successful comic book called Alias that is brilliant. Brian Michael Bendis' work on Alias is genius. Mm -hmm. And so you, you had a, you had a, the, the, all of the work that other shows have to do to get to the point where they like their, where where you like, where they kind of feel like they vibe Mm -hmm. was done on Alias, was done in Alias. And so Jessica Jones didn't have to do that work because they already knew how everything was going to play out. Television yeah. shows need time. They need gestation. The cast the needs to come together. The Game of Thrones is great. But it was the second time they did it. The second time? What do you they mean? They filmed the entire pilot, threw it all out, recast some people, and then filmed the pilot again. Oh, I didn't know So that. you're not even watching the first episode. Hmm. It's like Star Trek, the original series, right? The, fir- the original pilot of Star Trek, you can watch now on Netflix, but it yep. didn't air. Yeah. Yep. And it's a weirder, different episode because it took them some time to figure it out. Yeah, that's true. These things take time. And I think that judging things based on their pilots is... Because people make a pilot, they go away for six months, um, and then um, they come back knowing what the show is that they're making, and they yeah. make a better show. Sh- television needs that time. And I think that judging things based on their pilot, you miss out on a lot of great television if you do that. I, you know, and, and I, I can understand that. It's just that there's so much out there, like, there is so much content that, like, I, I move on very quickly. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like, Unless I, like, force you to keep watching it. Well, yeah. Or, you know, or if it's something that, like, I, I, I think will get really good based on either what other people say or mm-hmm. those kind of things. I just, yeah, I like, there's got to be something in your pilot. Because I'm the type of person... That will move on, for sure. Uh, I just want to say thank you for following Chili Willy. Thank you. Um, you have a great name. Uh, but I also want to say if I had given up on Parks and Rec after the first six episodes, because the the first season of Parks and Rec is bad. It's it, because they 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 were not the, the comedy didn't work. They did they didn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec then comes back with season two. If I had not stuck with Parks and Rec, I would have missed out on one of my favorite television experiences of all time one of my favorite tv shows ever made in parks and rec parks and rec was a joyful bright light in my life for a long time when i needed it yeah parks and rec is one of my favorite shows ever Hmm. and it has a trashy six episode mess of a first season and then they figured it out and when once they figured it out they made one of the most wholesome, open-hearted, kind series of television mm-hmm. that um, that has ever existed. It, it is one of the like most like kind things you can watch. Okay. Um, and it just it had a really bad first six episodes because they mm-hmm. were like trying things, mm-hmm. and in, especially in comedy, you have to try things. Yeah. But like, R- Ron Swanson to me is one of the greatest characters on television. And I just, I just, I love him so much. Mm-hmm. There is so much in, like, how to be a good man in Ron Swanson, and I'm so appreciative of that. Okay. Um, and, yeah, if I'd given up after, if I'd given up when I was like, this, I don't care about this hole in the ground. Like, the first, well, it's tough. Yeah. But, God, I, if I'd missed Parks and Rec, I, I would be so mad at myself later on in life. <laughs> I would. I would be really upset with myself if I found it later on in life and I hadn't watched it every week the way that I did. 
Okay. <clears throat> that was like my that was my weekly number one show ahead of all the superhero shows ahead of everything else. It was that, and then after that, it was the Good Place because the Good Place is like the same like positive vibe that oh I need God. in my life. Yeah, the Good Place is is brilliant television. Yeah, like that, like the Good Place will always and forever be like remembered as a, a perfect television show. I feel like the Good Place made me a better person. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing and mm-hmm. i have never seen a better like ending to a story like i oh like, as far as like final episodes I, I think good place will go down as one of the best final episodes in ever, TV history. ever yeah. made like it's so good hemi if you have not seen it you really really need to yeah dark dispatch i love superstore i love superstore well i did we watched the first episode the other day and, and you like that first fun. episode yeah yeah it was good it's funny yeah the first episode's a little ridiculous but yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, Superstore, Superstore is great. I, I, I haven't finished Superstore, but I think I'm gonna try and get this one to watch it with me. Um, y'all, you know what? That's a good place to end. Positivity and joy. It's also been over 90 minutes of show. Our longest morning show yet. Oops. But this is what we're gonna do on Mondays now, because we yeah. don't have a show for a week from here, so. Yeah. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, do all those things. If you're in our Twitch chat, keep hanging out. We're gonna probably stick around for a few minutes. Yeah, we're gonna stick around. Um, but until next time, which will be a week from today, uh, you can follow me over at twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. I'm gonna be doing a lot of Pokemon this week. We're getting into the nerdy lock. I think that we're gonna try and beat Pokemon Red either tomorrow or Wednesday night during the stream. Mm-hmm. I think we're I think what I think we're gonna get all the badges tomorrow. And then we're going to fight the Elite Four on Wednesday is my goal. We're not going to get any wipes. No more wipes. Um, what are you up to this week, Clarice? Um, I'm streaming later today, so if you want to come hang out more with me, that's over at twitch.tv slash Dakaris. It's up there. Those um, are our social links across the internet. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can find us all over the place. Um, yeah, I think today I'm going to be um, getting back into the Pokemon Emerald. Um, I need to get the last gym badge. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure you come back for Skyrim Saturday. Are you going to take on the Elite Four today? No, no, I need the 8th badge. I have to go get Rayquaza and catch, like... Well, I, I don't actually have to catch Rayquaza. I've said I'm not going to use Legendary, so it actually Fair. doesn't really matter. They make it a little too easy. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. I'm, I'm doing this... I'm doing this, um... This uh, Pokemon Emerald run with no Legendaries. So nope. it'll, it'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Come follow us for those things, and uh, join us across the internet for all of our shenanigans and tomfoolery. Follow us on TikTok. Please. Yeah. Follow us on TikTok. And as always, do something nerdy tonight. (laughs) Bye. Bye.